All right. Now, one thing I wanted to mention from today's uh, morning recording that I didn't get to uh, throw in there, so I'm just going to tack it onto my um, my episode. But I'll post an update on the uh, on the interwebs about it. So I think this is actually important. So uh, on the Epic Gardening podcast, I'll have to find a link to the episode. They talk about how grassroots. And I'm not going to go into all the details because I don't know all the details, but the, the gist of it is, let's just talk about the concepts. The concept is that the grass um, grows roots that are like 12, uh, really deep, like 12 feet or I don't know, 20 feet or something really big. And these roots send out, they create a biotope that's even bigger. So the um, basically... Uh, the grass takes the sunlight, converts it into sugars or other things that are eaten by microorganisms, and then those microorganisms uh, feed other microorganisms, which feed other microorganisms. It's a whole chain of events. It's kind of like a. Um, it's kind of like a uh, microservices architecture, you might say, with little bacteria and microorganisms. So you got microservices that the grass is actually feeding and cultivating. The grass is a steward of these plant, of these things. And eventually it feeds the worms, and the worms are going to eat the nematodes or something. It's this whole chain of events, but the worms are being cultivated and fostered by the grass. So, and I'm thinking that humans have a long-standing relationship with the fermentation, and we're basically cultivating these... Um, cultivating these bacteria uh, and externalizing them. So by by um, by fermenting the stuff outside of your tummy, you're actually saving yourself work in your tummy. And, um, you know, creates a symbiotic relationship. Now, we could talk even more about how cultures evolve with different types of bacteria and all that. And then we can also talk about the symbiotics between the genes and what came first, you know, the bacteria or the humans. Maybe the bacteria is cultivating the humans to create a better environment for it. You know, that's like a crazy, that's just like a crazy idea. You know, if you think about like Richard Dawkins and stuff, the selfish gene. Anyway, Um, I don't want to go too crazy in this podcast right now, but I just wanted to throw that out there that um, I think that humans have been probably cultivating fermented foods or living with it, you know, or creating a symbiotic relationship with the fermented foods for a long, long time. And that, um, you know, there's an reason why we crave these foods and they're incredibly satisfying and they make you happy just think about the work you're saving Um, and I have to say my digestion has been great Uh, I've been eating a lot of kimchi and also I made this crazy thing where I mixed all of the torchy I mixed all the vegetables that I had lying around and I just threw everything into this big pot when creating the mother load of fermentation and eating that um my, uh, I don't want to say bowel movements, but, you know, my digestion has been incredible. Uh, I've been feeling great. So something's working right. Um, and, uh, I think that there's, I think that we're onto something now. Um, even eating rotting meats 
I mean, there's a cutoff period. Like, when you eat steak, they age the steak for a while. So I'm thinking to build up to that, you would just, like... Um, eat, like, rare steak or tuna and let it age. And you could start by aging it one day and then aging it two days. Still cooking it in the end or not leaving some pink in the middle. But I'm wondering, you know, what is the limit where you start to uh, start to um, to notice it and if you could build yourself up to eating that. You know, I talked to the one guy from Guam. He lived in Kansas. And they called him Guam for some reason. But he was saying that they eat this green meat and that they, uh, they, they ferment this meat for long periods of time. But, you know, cheese is also basically the same thing. So we're, we're going to see what happens uh, with all of this. Um, I'm definitely going to try um, aging some beef and drying some beef. Um, and we'll see what happens. Um, I guess if you ate it every day, instead of like leaving it in the jar to ferment, you like eat a little bit every day and see what happens and see how you adjust to it. Anyway, I just wanted to share all that with you, and but the main point was is that the symbiotic relationship between the grass and the biome, and I think that we're actually doing the same thing. So just think about all of this yeast and kefir as like the human being's extended biome. Even ants are cultivating fungus. Um, but there's also examples of fungus that cause animals to do crazy stuff that basically kill themselves. Um, in order to help the plants, and that they're actually ex exerting totally irrational behavior. So maybe it's actually the other way around, that the fungus is the, let's call it the Cthulhu, or the ancient god, you know, that these are the ancient gods, and that, um, you know, basically, uh, basically that uh, they're the ancient gods, and that we are the, um, their minions who are basically helping them out. I mean, just think about that for a while. I select the craziest idea ever. I know Harry's going to like that because the crazier the better. So anyway, you guys have a great day. I'll see you later. Bye.